When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Took a little short break, but we're back. So welcome, everyone. We're back! (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. As always, we are are presented by Belly Up Sports in in association with Godzilla Media. My name's Ryan McCarthy. I'm one of your hosts. And next to me, on my right, is the biggest Seahawks fan on the East Coast with (laughs) Dustin Henry. Dustin, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Uh, I don't know if I can claim that title, but you flatter me. I think a lot of people think of me when they think of the Seahawks because in these parts, I'm about the only person they know rooting for the team, except for one story, which I believe I've told you and also probably told on these airwaves already of that one older Seahawks fan who was very enthusiastic in the recovery room the year of the run by Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah. I was getting pumped up beforehand. I was eating dinner and I was, uh, uh, I was uh, watching highlights from like the last 50 years from mm-hmm. on this channel. Uh, shout out to NFL throwback uh, for giving me some inspiration to chug on tonight. It's been a busy day for me, even though it's of a week off, but it's uh, uh but we're going to chug on before I, before I leave tomorrow for my trip. And we're going to do an NFL preview tonight, like we did last year. Yeah. So before we do anything, I just want to let you know about our social media channels, which are right down here. Twitter, I mean, X, <laughs> Instagram, and the scarcely used TikTok. It's at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, YouTube.com forward slash NoCredsREQ. And if you could, if you're watching on either YouTube or on Facebook, on replay or live, Please be kind and smash that like button. Smash it responsibly. <laughs> and the podcast side, if you're listening on audio, please subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeart, TuneIn, Pandora, wherever you podcast. Please subscribe, rate and review five stars. This many stars is preferred number of stars for rating. Also, 
review it if you have a plat if you're on a platform that you can review. We love to hear your comments. We'll read them, no matter how excellent or how gross they are. We will read them on the air. <laughs> and because this is a live show, we want you to engage with us during the show. We want your comments. And Dustin, I know we took, the, we took last week off, and I know, you but did. I know you missed this sound, so I gotta play it. Oh, thank you, thank you. I've been I've been fiending. You, you've been you've been jonesing. You've been yeah. jonesing that sound, that sweet sweet sound. <laughs> Yeah, so as advertised, this is our NFL preview for 2023. We did one last year. We're gonna, we're gonna do is we're gonna spend five minutes on each division. We'll give our predict we will give our insight as to what to I wouldn't say what to expect this year, but I think we basically would say well, we're looking at how things are gonna go. So mm-hmm. we're gonna start off with the AFC East. Clock starts now. When you hear the uh, when you hear the power up, New York, the uh, Super Mario power up, that's where <laughs> you know time's up. and We gotta go to the next division. Dustin, we get your insight on the AFC East. What do you see in this division? Which teams stand out to you? Uh, which teams are gonna kind of flounder, uh, you know, flounder a little bit? I want to get your insight on what you think about the AFC East. Well, I'll start it off, and I'll try to keep it fast here because uh, I know you have you might have some more thoughts on this division than me, but. I think this could be one of the most competitive divisions in football to start the season because I know that people don't want to hear it. Now, I do have the Pats finishing at the bottom of this division, but I think they will be better with the Spoiler addition. Alert. Yeah. <laughs> <Me too>. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will be better, though, with Bill O'Brien coming to uh, shepherd the offense of this team. Um, the Patriots' defense had some holes, but – you know, Belichick is going to scheme his way. He's going to find a way. They will be last in this division. The Dolphins are the wild wild card. I have them finishing over 500, but I but barely. I have them going 9 and 8. And I have your Bills and Jets. These are the two t- or your Jets and Bills respectively. These are the two teams. I think Buffalo will come back to earth a little bit because they have to play in a tough division, but I think they will win the division. I think the Jets are going to massively improve under Aaron Rodgers and his stewardship. However, I think there will be some growing pains. So I was saying the Jets are going to have – I couldn't figure out whether they were going to have 10 or 11 wins, but they are going to be a wild card team for me. That's That's how I feel about your Jets. They will make the playoffs this year. Um, but the Dolphins are going to be one of the toughest teams in all of football to figure out, I think, because they have the talent. But what's going on with uh, Tua? What's going to happen with his quarterback play? That's yeah, one of the I'm, biggest questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, um, I wouldn't say I'm the expert on this division since my team, the New York Jets, are in this division. But I have some insight as to what I think is going to happen. Um, well, I feel will happen. New England, they, I think they, t- they, they take a step back this year uh, only because their offense isn't that ta- – I wouldn't say talented. I mean, we've got Ramondre yeah. Stevenson, who's who's a who's a good running back. He's a service mm-hmm. running back. He's got Ezekiel Elliott in there for short yardage situ- situations. I don't think Mac Jones – I think this is his last season. If he doesn't get, if he doesn't get extended for his – after his rookie deal is up – I don't think he gets extended. Uh, I think I think Bill Belichick has gotten all he's gotten out of him, uh, out of Mac Jones. 
And I think they move on, especially if they go under 500 this year, which mm-hmm. I don't see, but it could happen. It could happen. I, I don't know what's going to happen with this team, whether yeah. they're going to stay in mediocrity. Gritted, great defense. Probably one of the best defenses in the league. Their offense, it's, it's, it's pop gun. Yeah. It's pop gun. Too many holes. Too many too, holes. Way too many holes. Way too many holes. Um, the Dolphins, like you said, Dustin, they're the wild card. Not they're not a wild card. I mean, they could be a yeah. wild card team, but yeah. it's all going to depend on how Tua stays healthy. Tua's got to stay healthy. Tua has to stay healthy in order for the Dolphins to be competitive. Good mm-hmm. defense, pretty good defense. Good pass rushers. Uh, Vic Fangio comes in to kind of real to retool things. They bring in Jalen Ramsey, but uh oh, Tormund yeah. he's out. He's out December. till December. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which couldn't have been a better, better, uh, better timing because the New York <laughs> because my New York Jets. Are coming in and they get one of the toughest schedules. I mean, this entire this division is the toughest division in the NFL. Yeah, I, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and every single team has a tough schedule because they got to play. They, they got to do the crossover this year with the NFC East, which is equally as tough. We'll get yes. to them in a few minutes. Yes, but but the Jets, I think they're much they're much much improved. I think this is a top three defense, not top five, top three defense, and they could be historically good. Granted, they stay healthy, and Aaron Rodgers got to stay in the offense has to help the defense by staying on the field. And I think bringing bringing in Aaron Rodgers helps. But mm-hmm. the wolf on the top of the mountain in this division is still the Buffalo Bills. However, however, I think their window up for a Super Bowl is starting to close. I would I would they're agree. Older. They're a year older. Josh Allen can't do everything on offense. You can't expect him to do everything on offense. You have to get him help at running back. They failed to do that last year with Christian McCaffrey by not acquiring Christian McCaffrey when they could on the cheap. It's going to bite them in the butt. And, but I still think they win the division. Mm-hmm. I do like James Cook at running back, though. I, I do I do like him. But also, uh, I don't think the Bills will have Von Miller to start the season. So that will hurt that defense as well. Um, I'm trying to remember. I might have to do some real-time research on that one. Copyright yeah, my, 2023. My, <laughs> Real-time research, copyright 2023, no credentials required. Yeah, I'm, my friend who's a Bills fan says that James Cook is better than Dalvin Cook. That remains to be seen. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know about, about that, that either. All right, we're moving on to the AFC North, and the clock starts now. I'll give my insight on this division. I think this is Cincinnati's to lose. Pittsburgh's young. I talked to my one of my good buddies, my buddy Steve. Shout out mm-hmm. to Steve. Uh, I call him Navy Steve. Uh, shout out to Navy Steve because he's in the Navy. Shout out to Navy Steve. Big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. He's from Pennsylvania. He's from that area. Um, I talked to him and I said, what's up with the Steelers this year? What's going on? He says, front seven, monstrous. Monstrous front seven. But they have a young secondary. They're going to get picked on a lot, especially with Joey Porter yes. Jr., who they drafted out of Penn State in the second round. Great pickup. Young offense. Najee Harris, Kenny Pickett, year two of Kenny Pickett. It's going to be his full, first full season. Granted, he's not hurt. And with anything in life, it's death, taxes, and the Mike Tomlin era where they went up, oh, the Steelers went up under 500 or over 500. Excuse me. They mm-hmm. never finished with an under 500 record. I think this might be the year that they actually yes. wind up under 500 because this team is too young. This team is really young. Yes. And they're, I wouldn't say they're rebuilding, but they're kind of retooling in the right areas. But they're still really young on, on at quarterback, at running back, the offensive line. They mm-hmm. need a secondary weapon for to complement George Pickens. 
Yes, I would agree with everything you said. You know, you don't know what uh, I think. I think the other receiver they have there is Deontay Johnson. If I'm, if I'm yeah, Deontay Johnson. Mm -hmm. um, but I also I agree with you. I think they're just too young. And also Najee uh, regressed a little bit last last year. Um, I, he did have some injuries, if memory if memory serves. But we have to see if Najee can return to form because with a young quarterback like that. Um, you need to lean on your running back. And I think that the problem with the Steelers is just that the rest of the division has improved around them. Yeah. Um, I still think the Bengals are the class of this division. I think they're yep. the division. They're, they're the ones that take this division. Um, and I, I have to believe, I don't know if I'm crazy on this, but I believe that Deshaun Watson will be better than last year because he doesn't have – he doesn't have many other places to go. And the Browns no. don't look now. Amari Cooper had an amazing season last year. He's 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 proven that he's still talented given the quarterback play that he's had to put up with while he's been in Cleveland. They, they have uh, Nick Chubb still still a beast had his, at, at had his best back. season, had his best season yet. Uh, yeah, last year with over fifteen hundred yards. Yeah, he's still going. They have they have some real some real pieces on defense, not the least of which is Miles Miles Garrett, an absolute beast. So the Browns are no slouches, um, and the Ravens actually improved their offensive weapons seemingly. Now I'm very yeah. skeptical. The why I have the Ravens, I have the Ravens, uh, I have the Browns as a wild card team coming out of this division because I think the Ravens. Oh, there, there it is. There's yeah. the Baker Mayfield, uh, yeah. the, the, the yeah. Panthers take right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I will say, part of the reason is yes, Lamar Jackson is very talented. Yes, they did do, they did uh, put some effort in to get some some weapons around him. I think Zay Flowers has a shot to be. Uh, a real player in the NFL, but the big, the big wild card is we don't know what Odell Beckham Jr. is going to do. J.K. Dobbins is coming back at running back, but he's been injury prone. I don't think that I don't have enough knowledge of the Ravens to say this with authority, but uh, to my eye, their defense has not really improved. Um, so I just don't think they're going to have enough to really compete in this division. I, I, I have the Steelers finishing below them, but that's it. I have the Ravens third in this division. Um, but I think the Bengals, the Bengals could, could take this division early, not to say that any of the teams in this division are bad, but I just think the Bengals could really catch fire. And it, it, it tells you what I think of the Bengals chances this year. Yeah. Um, as for the, it's going to be interesting in Jacksonville, Lamar Jackson was talking all this stuff about wanting a contract extension. He got his contract extension. He was out the final six games last year, and it showed because Baltimore's offense was putrid. <laughs> yeah, putrid. Yeah. I mean, even in the in the wild card game against Cincinnati, that was all def that was all their defense. Yeah, that that offense was gross. Yeah, uh, they with, couldn't uh, do anything with, with Snoop Hundley yeah. as a quarterback. Um, it's Cincinnati's to lose. They've retooled in some areas, especially on secondary with, with uh, Jesse Bates gone. Von Bell is gone. Those two guys were the big two in the secondary. But their front seven's good. Joe Burrow's going to Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase is going to do his thing. Joe Mixon's yep. going to do his thing. And they still uh, have for, T. Higgins, Tyler T. Boyd. Higgins, they still have yep. those receivers. 
and they have an improved offensive line. I think their offensive line last yes. year took some time for them to gel, but after yes. that, they kept things solid on mm-hmm. both on both uh, pass protection and run protection. Um, Cleveland, boy, the the the, the winds and f- the, the wind ceiling and floor is so. Yeah. erratic they could win 10 games they could win six games they have a brutal schedule they play four weeks and have a week in, bye week in week five such an early bye week mm-hmm. they have to they have to do better on defense if they're going to have a chance to go to the playoffs and 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 save and save kevin De, uh, kevin stefanski's got job too because his job's at risk so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting time in, an interesting time in cleveland yeah um but I got, I got Cincinnati winning this division. Mm-hmm. It's theirs Me to lose. Too. Me and, too. And yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So that's the NFC and AFC North, AFC South. The clock starts now. I've got Jacksonville winning this division. I do too. But I have worries about their deep. I have worries about their defense. I mean, I, um, they lost a lot. They lost a lot of guys in free agency on, the, on their defensive side of the ball. Uh, one of one of Trevor Lawrence's best pass protectors. He's gone. He went to Kansas City with a big contract. But Trevor Lawrence grew into this offense that Doug Peterson designed. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to break some records in Jacksonville. Not necessarily league records, but team records. Oh, because for now sure. he has he has Calvin Ridley at his as yes. one of his primary receivers this year. And you're going to have Travis Etienne as kind of a safety valve. Tennessee Tennessee, I have some questions about. It's an aging roster. The defense had the highest number of man games lit, missed last year, which led to their seven-game losing streak that ended the season after they started seven and three. Uh, this might be Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry's last hurrah in yep. in ten- Tennessee. Um, Houston and Indianapolis, boy, uh, Houston's rebuilding. Indianapolis, I would say, was rebuilding. Mm. But they still have some pieces here and there. Indianapolis has some pieces here and there. Uh, Shaq Leonard's back in the lineup after missing most of last year with back with the back injury. Jonathan Taylor is going to miss the first four games, but once he's back, I think he'll help this offense that has. In, that they're putting they're putting their hands their future in the hands of uh, of Anthony Richardson, who, who you drafted in our draft our, our GNO draft our guys night out. Uh, uh, I did. I did past Sunday. As 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 my uh, emergency quarterback, I also drafted Jonathan Taylor in the sixth round. I told I I took him. I figured, hey, once he's back, if he's back, if the contract situation gets ironed out or whatever, whatever's going on with him, because I know he's got this injury as well. Uh, but I will say, both both South divisions, we got to do something because to Ugh. me, the AFC South and the NFC South are the two weakest divisions in the NFL. Um, but with, with the NFC West not far behind, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Uh, but I do have the Jags winning this division as well for some of the reasons that you that you stated. But it's also, I mean, look look who they have to play. Look who they have to play around around them. Those those interdivisional games are going to they're going to benefit the Jags because to me, the Jags are the class of this division Um, with the addition of Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram also still there. Um, They have, they have ETN as you, as you mentioned their defense, 
I do agree with you. I think it's going to take a step back because you lose that many people. It's tough to recover from that. Ask, you know, ask all the Super Bowl winning defenses. That's usually what happens. Your defense wins the Super Bowl. You get you, a lot of a lot of guys get taken away or in free agency. That's what happens. Or you lose a coordinator, and it's tough to rebound from something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just. The Colts are in such – the Colts have a little bit more promise than I think the Texans do. I think the Texans, they're trying to build something down there. And if they can actually retain their coach for once in their life because – one se- more than one season. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, – I think D'Amico, D'Amico Ryans is going to is gonna start to figure things out down there. But they, they're, they're a little bit away – uh, the Colts, Anthony Richardson is explosive. I think if they can figure out the right pieces to put around him, they're going to be a force, but they're also years away. The Titans are like, to me, the Titans are like a race car and they're, and they're, and they're trying to make it around the track and Vrabel's doing his best. He's driving, but you know, the wheels are starting to shake and things are starting to go go, go, uh, wrong with the car like it's starting to burn oil derrick henry you love him but how much longer can he defy the odds and just yeah. keep being that much, beast yeah. that he's been you, uh, you can't you can't give him you they gotta figure out a way to lessen his load yeah he had 300 hit over 300 carries la- the last what four seasons yeah, I mean, Mike yeah. Vrabel can't ride that horse for so. This no, season. he can't. And Vrabel is a, a. I love Mike Vrabel as a coach. I think he's going to find a way to win some sneaky games. But I just don't think the Titans are going to have enough this year. This is going to be, with the exception of the Jags, I have this as one of the most underperforming divisions in in football. Because um, I don't yeah. Ryan Tannehill, like you said, this might be one of his last his last goes and. Uh, also, they brought in DeAndre Hopkins, but it, it seems like the latest – they should have just kept Antonio Brown. I, I still don't understand. You mean A.J. Brown? Oh, yeah, A.J. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Antonio. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm slipped sure, there. I'm sure some Titans fans having a nightmare of that, <laughs> yeah. that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the AFC West. And like the AFC North – this is Kansas City's to Kansas City's division to lose. Mm-hmm. Granted, they've got the Chris Jones contract situation is kind of looming large for now. Yeah. And I, I we got to do some breaking news, Dustin, because we have some breaking news from this afternoon. I'm not sure if you saw. Oh, I saw. Well, we'll have to let some breaking news. Yeah. And on Spoken Speed Dance. <laughs> Travis Kelsey hyperextended his, uh, his left knee this afternoon in practice. Mm-hmm. But they did some preliminary testing on him. They think, they, they from what they've seen, they say his ACL is intact. So he didn't tear his ACL, which is a very good thing. Yes. But it's still a scary situation, especially mm-hmm. since Travis Kelsey is one of your primary weapons on offense. So that kind of injury could impact the Chiefs, but but the, here's the thing with the Chiefs. They don't re, they haven't rebuilt their I mean they've re, mm-hmm. they've rebuilt their offense but they or, or they both re, they they retool. They don't yeah. have to rebuild. When you retool, you don't have to rebuild. So they bring the right pieces whether through the draft, through free agency 
And the fact that you have Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes things. Yes. That's always, always going to be a, a, it's going to, you're going to be a division winner regardless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Denver can Russell Wilson and, and Sean Payton coexist. That's going to be the biggest question going forward here. Uh, The Los Angeles, San Diego chargers, Brandon Staley is going to be the biggest factor. They yeah. have talent, so much talent on both sides of the ball. But Brandon Staley, look, if you go up in a wild card game, twenty-seven to nothing, then you're outscored thirty-one to three the rest of the way. Yeah. Yeah. You should be fired. Yeah, and he's the, one of the luckiest men on the face of the planet because he did not get fired after that debacle last year in the wild card. As for the Raiders, oh man. Yeah, they've got Jimmy Garoppolo, big deal, but he's fragile from the waist down. Yeah, um, Josh Jacobs mercifully came back. Yeah, uh, but I have some worries about him because they used him last year. They, I mean, his workload was massive as well, and that's why um, he loved the. That's why he loved the NFL in, in rushing yards last year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and on defense, the Raiders have not, yeah they got Max. Max Crosby, they got Chandler Jones. Those are the only two guys I can really name on that defense. It's yeah, nothing. but Chandler it's, Jones is. Uh, did you hear about his deleted tweets? He's mad because oh, you know oh. he's mad about uh, Josh, uh, head coach Josh McDaniels, not letting him work out at the facilities. Like I got, I got to go to a Planet Fitness to work out. He, he was saying, I don't want to play for this coach. I don't want to play for this GM. You know, they they, they have hey, since been deleted. Hey. <laughs> he's working at Planet Fitness with his brother John John Bones Jones. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, this division, I I see it much the same way that that you do. Um, I the Chargers, I just have no faith, and it's not fair to them. They have a lot of talent, but I just you as you so eloquently said, I have major questions about their coach and the Chargers as a franchise. It's one of those things where they've always. It seems like forever, and this goes back to even the Philip Rivers and LaDainian Tomlinson years and those years that mm-hmm. they had Shawnee Merriman Mar- in, in his prime. Yeah, Marty Schoenheimer is their coach, yeah? Yeah, they always had a ton of talent, and they just couldn't put it together. Um, but So I have the Chiefs winning this division, but I do w- – we'll get to it later. They are the division champions, but – I don't know if they get back to the Super Bowl. I just feel like they can. They're gonna. They're gonna win this division, though. Um, the Raiders. I have a note. I have them doing five wins max. I have. I have no faith in Jimmy Garoppolo because what did Jimmy Garoppolo? He's he's had some moments, but like you said, he's injury prone. What did Jimmy Garoppolo have around him in San Francisco, though? A great defense and a ton of talent. He doesn't have that on the Raiders, with the exception yeah. of Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. And like you said, the Raiders do have a few a few decent defensive pieces, but they are not the talent. Now, the Broncos are the wild card, pun intended, in this division. If Russell Wilson can, can, can become just an iota of what he was in Seattle, I think the Broncos are going to improve. I think Sean Payton will bring some steadiness back to the Broncos here. All right, so the AFC East uh, for the AFC, our division previews is done. We're gonna take 
an ad break real quick, but before that, we want to go over to the comment section. Back in the chat is Wonko the same. Oh man. Yeah, hey, Wonko. Wonko. Hey. Great to see you. Good to see you, buddy. He says, sorry I'm late. Here for the whole thing. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you coming back. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, my buddy Morgan, uh, another Belly Up Sports podcast. He he is a huge Falcons fan, huge Falcons fan. Uh, he's also he also covers uh, Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty league. So oh wow, okay. Uh, the Falcons into the Call of Duty. He's got you covered. Go check out his podcast. He says, "What's up, guys? Hope all is well." Yes, it is. Uh, even though it's hot, humid, and gross in new york state uh, <laughs> we're excited for the nfl slash falcon season got the falcons winning the division and divisional round exit in the playoffs rise up that's a okay interesting right. take yeah interesting yeah we'll see we'll, we'll see <laughs> we'll see we'll what happens nfc south in just NFC a moment south. yeah uh wonko's back says i have a reoccurring dream at the nfl draft where the seahawks pass on nick chubb Oh, man. <laughs> hey, the 49ers passed on Aaron Rodgers back in the day. So yeah. everybody has every yeah, every team did. has their has their nightmare. I mean, I saw a recurring nightmare about the Jets passing up Warren Sapp. Yeah. And selecting Kyle Brady in the 1996 uh, NFL draft. Yeah, well, you know, and and the Seahawks were also a part of the myriad of teams that passed on Dan Marino. They had a shot at Dan Marino, and the Jets uh, also passed on Dan Marino. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. made them pay for so many years. <laughs> Marco goes on to say, maybe the South can get Georgia, Bama, Florida State University types to play two games per weekend, pick up some wins. <laughs> oh, yikes! Man. I gotta say, I know Dustin, you're not into college football, but. Uh, Florida State had a really impressive win on on Sunday against a top five ranked LSU. Was it team. LSU? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. And I, hey man, I gotta say too, I gotta say I'm buying into Coach Prime after Week One. Ooh. I'm buying in a little bit. I think, I, I think Dustin maybe has selected his college football team. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But 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 hey, you know, I I bet you. I bet you some of the bigger programs, if he continues to do well, I think I think some of the bigger programs are going to start come knocking on his door. I think he's committed to Colorado, but well, but you know, coaching is a uh, college coaching is a fickle business now with NIL and all that stuff. He's got, I mean, he brought in sixty something new players, and they yeah. played and they had an awesome game on Saturday in TCU, and TCU was the national championship. Runner, runner up. up last year yeah so mm, horned frogs yeah, yeah. Mm. and it could be and it could be and i said on so man in the morning this morning uh shot uh shimmy's plug at that yeah. extended edition extended edition this morning with with uh with me i said i think it's a sure sign of things to come in the big 12 when colorado moves back to the big 12 next season i think they'll tune into that say, coffee with mccarthy think- always a good time Oh, it's a good time. This time, this t- today was a, it was a nice with a shot of espresso this morning too. I was mad at Snowman for some takes he had about the Jets. Uh, <laughs> his show. Oh, he called he called Aaron Rodgers quote an older version of Zach Wilson, and I had to. Oh man! Oh man! I no. I had to give him the business for that and say you were mean. And he's like, yeah. I'm whether, sorry. whether you're a Rodgers fan or not, <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't compare the two. Although I will say, and maybe it's just 
me buying into the hard knocks a little bit. It seems like seems like having Aaron Rodgers in the building has been good for Zach Wilson. I think I think he he performed yeah, pretty is. decently uh, in the preseason. So yeah, you know, that was one of the primary reasons they brought in Aaron Rodgers, not only to bring him to the next level, but to be a mentor for Zach Wilson. And Rodgers was Zach Wilson's uh, idol growing up. Yeah. As when he would, that's why he wanted to play quarterback. So now he's got his idol, or idol, or so now he's got someone to model his game after. And well, we'll see what happens after Rodgers exits the building. But yeah, in the meantime, in the meantime, we'll go to the NFC uh, divisions in just a moment. Uh, before we do that, we'll take a quick commercial break. So stick around. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good, quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air roasted, 100% money back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BELLYUP at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. That's right, folks. Visit the link in the description, whether you're listening on podcast side or you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. It's our affiliate link. So yes, we do get a uh, you, you do help the program when we visit that link and you order some coffee, but you also get fifteen percent off your order whether you, whether you order coffee or a mug or a sticker or some apparel. Fifteen percent off your order by using promo code BellyUp. And Dustin, I know you're you're still I don't know if you're still into the donut dealer if you still have some of that. I know you drink that typically on a Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, I finished. I finished that off. I've got to re-up my wow. invader, my invader supply, and it's the perfect time of year for me because uh, even though I start to get a little angry when the days get colder and the and the days get shorter, the thing that gets, in my opinion, the, the thing that brings me through is that's when when some of the Invader seasonal blends come out. Mm. I get very excited about those. The holiday blends are always awesome. I'm excited for the uh, – they had a pumpkin pecan blend last year, and I'm hoping that I can re-up with some of that because unlike – I know everybody gets a little tired of some of the pumpkin spice stuff. You got the You got the people that love it, and then you got the people that hate it. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. This one had like a nice essence, but it wasn't overpowering. It didn't taste like, you know, it didn't taste like pumpkin air freshener in a coffee. You know, <laughs> it was it was a very, very subtle and very good flavor. I enjoyed it very much. So I'm going to get my hands on some seasonal blends and peruse the store here to restock. Yeah, yeah. And again, it does. And if you use the affiliate link, you help the program. Oh, yeah. I'll be using that. using the affiliate link and again 15% off your order with promo code BellyUp. Oh yeah, what's not to love? What's not to love? All right, we're going to move on to the NFC and we're going to first start with the NFC East. Clock starts now. Dustin, what's your impression about this division? All right, NFC East, you said it earlier, it could be one of the most competitive divisions in football along with the AFC East. It's going to be crazy, I think, but I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop Philly. I think they retooled in a very mm. 
aggressive way. They got Jalen Carter in the draft. He seems like he's going to be a defensive force for them. And I like what they did with their running back room because, yes, people are going to say, oh, you got you got Rashad Penny. He's injury prone. You got DeAndre Swift. He's injury prone. Well, you have both of them. And yeah. then you also both, which Rashad Penny, maybe this is a little bit of my Seahawks bias coming out, but I hope he can stay healthy for a full season because towards the end of his time in Seattle, he was starting to show why maybe they drafted him so high. Uh, he just couldn't stay on the field. It was a problem. But you put him together with DeAndre Swift and allow them to spell each other, and then you throw in Kenneth Gainwell, you know he's okay. Um, and then, obviously, you have Jalen Hurts at quarterback and and uh, A.J. AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. Uh, I don't see how anybody – I have the Eagles winning this division. And then it's where I struggle – I unfortunately, I think the Giants are going to regress a little bit because I think everybody's going to kind of see them, see them coming now. I know they picked up Darren Waller in the offseason. I think that's going to be a big addition. That's going to be a help for Daniel Jones. But I also think that the other two teams in the division, uh, along with the Giants and Eagles, got a little better. I think the commanders are going to be a little better. I have them finishing last in this division, but I think Eric Bieniemy is going to bring a stability to their offense that they haven't had. Sam Howell, they're raving about him coming out of coming out of camp. If any of it is true, then you have to think that the quarterback play will be at least a little bit better. And Washington does have some talent. They have they have uh they have um Terry McLaurin, I like the I like the combination of the two running backs, Brian Brian Robinson and Antonio uh, Gibson. They have Des, Deshaun or uh, Jahan Dotson there. So I mean, the Commanders have some pieces. I don't think they're going to be a pushover. The Cowboys, I have them finishing as a wild card team. I think they get better by subtraction a little bit. I think Tony Pollard, given a chance to shine, is going to be good. I don't think the offensive line is nearly what it used to be, but uh, as much as it pains me to say it, I think the Cowboys, they'll get 10 wins. They'll be a wild card team. Yeah, I mean, with the Eagles, I think you pretty much nailed the division. Eagles, like the, like the Chiefs, they don't rebuild, they retool. Oh, you lose Miles Sanders. Great. We'll bring in DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny. Oh, we lose Javon Hargraves. Great. We'll just draft uh, Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. uh, brutal defensive lineman. I mean, it's it's basically the it's basically Georgia, the University of Georgia, you know, that entire, yeah, or the NBC. Um The Giants, I think they, like you said, Dustin, they might regress a little bit, but I think they're still a wild card team. Okay. This, I mean, Brian Dable's Brian Dable's a hell of a coach. Is, yeah, he last is. year was his first season, but they bring in Darren Waller to help Daniel Jones. They still have Saquon Barkley. Uh, their offense is going to be. Something special. Their defense might do something special too. We don't know. We, I, I, I mean, this, uh, from my understanding, I mean, outside of Leonard Williams, I don't know a whole lot of guys on the Giants' defensive side of the ball, but they made some plays last year against the Vikings and they moved on to the next round where they got summarily stomped by the Eagles for the third time that's this season, uh, last season. But I think this is a good enough team. I think they make, I think they, they're a wild card spot. Dallas, talent, like, they're like, to like the Chargers, yeah. they're talented on both sides of the ball, but their coaching with Mike McCarthy, no relation, <laughs> is 
suspect. He makes bad decisions at crucial he times. Does. He does. And he does. Da- Dak Wilson or Dak Prescott, excuse me. Yeah. Dak Prescott made the bold prediction. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw any more than ten interceptions this year. Oh, well, guess man. who you face in week two, pal? You <laughs> face the best cornerback tandem, arguably in the NFL, with Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, and you gotta face them. And I'll make a guarantee on this program. I'm making a guarantee. Oh, man. If Dak Prescott throws one interception against the Jets, I will donate $50 to his foundation. I will donate $50 for every – I will donate $50 for every interception he throws in that game. Oh, man. How about that? How about that? How about that? That's some and cojones from our hosts, ladies and gentlemen. It's confidence, man. Confidence. Yeah. Especially if the Jets win that game, they take that win and they go back to they go back to New York. They're playing in Dallas, and as we all know, Aaron Rodgers has a pretty good record against the Cowboys. Uh, as for the Red Red Skimanders, because um, <laughs> I don't know just what to call them. They might go back to the Redskins. They might stay with the Commanders, especially with. And here's the biggest intangible for the for that team in the Potomac: new ownership. New yeah. ownership has given them life. It's given them juice. And just ask my buddy Drew Willingham. Shout out to D. Willie, uh, in or out sports debate, the sports podcast, debate podcast. He's a big Commanders fan. He could. He says. He. he I, I've talked to him. He says, "Yeah, I can tell his team is just so excited to have some energy in the building that is not Daniel Snyder. Not to worry about. They have. They have stable ownership. Their stability up in the booth." up in the office, a front office, mm-hmm. with to worry about Daniel Snyder doing dumb Daniel Snyder things anymore. We have Josh Harris. We got Magic Johnson as part of the ownership group. There's a new energy in that building. How it translates to on the field, the on-the-field product is going to be is going to be the biggest question for them going forward mm-hmm. in 2023. They might surprise too and be a wild card team. You might see th- you might see all four teams in this division go to the playoffs this year. Oh man, that's spicy. That's spicy. I like it. Give me some more of that gumbo. <laughs> if that comes true, then I don't I'm not even gonna call you Rye Stradamus anymore. I'm gonna have to come up with something else. <laughs> chef. You can call me chef. Yeah, yeah, you can keep cooking. So I'm yeah. cooking that gumbo. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to the NFC North with five minutes starting meow. Uh speaking of meow. Um, the Detroit Lions uh, improved by leaps and bounds last year. They're everybody's hot pick to win this division this year, especially with Minnesota. Minnesota's defense is not that good. Their offense is spectacular. Their defense, yeah. they, had, they had a negative point differential to finish <laughs> we, the 2022 season and drop the play, home st- playoff game. I think we said that so many times on this we show. We did. It's the worst. It's the worst <laughs> 12 and five team I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, we were like we were we were banging that drum a lot of oh, weeks. We, we were we. I I have I still have the mallet. <laughs> Detroit is a Detroit's going to be a, a special brand. Uh, I mean, you gotta love, you gotta love their coach Dan Campbell. I mean, that guy will bite kneecaps. That guy will bite anything that has a joint attached to it for a win. And I think that translates to his players. His players absolutely love him. Uh, Jared Goff, Jared Goff was better than anyone everybody expected. I and mean, even though they missed the playoffs by 
basically a hair. I mean, mm-hmm. Seattle had to, the Seattle wound up winning, beating them out for that final wild card spot. Yeah. But you could tell something's brewing in Detroit and the, yes. it's brewing in Motor City. And there's a, a large amount of hope for this team. They're putting the right pieces together. Uh, Minnesota, as we mentioned, the worst 12 and 5 team I've ever seen. We've <laughs> ever seen. I, I don't think, I think they, that worst at best they're a wild card team at worst they're they're seven and ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Bay is kind of meddling. Um, we'll see what happens with Jordan Love. They trade Aaron Rodgers, of course, to my team, the New York Jets. They get some they get some picks out of it. They have stock to rebuild for the future. Christian Watson's going to have an amazing season this year, but we'll see how Jordan Love delivers the ball. And I don't know if you if you read the news, Dustin. But they were in the running to try to pick up Jonathan Taylor. I did. I don't know that, how yes. with Aaron Roger with Aaron Jones in the back in your backfield. Yeah, and and uh, a AJ Dillon as well. Both of those are yeah. not. Yeah, it is a no slouches. Dillon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was crazy. And if you're Aaron Jones, how do you feel about that news? You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or AJ Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> for that matter. Yeah. And then you have, you have the curious case of the, of the Chicago Bears. They did some things to improve their offensive line to protect to protect uh, uh, Fields, Justin Fields. Uh, they bring in DJ Moore as his primary receiver. Good lord, uh, and I, DJ Moore isn't a slash, but he's not what he's not wide receiver one potential. They don't have much of a running game. I thought maybe they'd try to go for Jonathan Taylor to try to bolster that because I think having a running back like him would help Justin Fields. Their defense is good. Uh, they bring in Tremaine Edwards, but this offense has to protect Justin Field, and Justin Fields has to stay in the pocket to be successful. And I don't know if they can do that. I mean, mm-hmm. what's your mm-hmm. what's your feeling about this uh, division? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, the good news for Bears fans is that I have them doubling their win total from last year. The oh. bad news is they only won three games last year, so I, that still puts them at six no. and eleven. Because <laughs> I, because I, I do think I do think they're going they're going to improve. There, you can also see what the Bears are trying to do. They're trying to build something, um, but it's going to take time. And I do think Justin Fields has the potential to be an absolute star in the in the NFL if he can put it all together because he has athletic ability. And he also can throw the ball, but if he can, if he can manage to be successful within the pocket, like you said, then that's going to be the final piece. I like some of the pieces they brought in, but like I said, I think all the other teams in this division still better than the Bears. Um, the Packers are the toughest one to figure out for me. Uh, I just a lot of it depends on Jordan Love. A lot of it, I and I hate to put that much on it, but it's. It's kind of like the Dolphins. It starts and stops with yeah. the quarterback in Green Bay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They will go as Jordan Love goes. I have the Lions winning this division. I've bought into the roar. We love Dan Campbell as a coach on this show. I think they have a lot of talent. We'll finally get to see Jamison Williams play at some point. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, their defense uh, these players have bought in. Jared Goff, I think, has resuscitated his career. Um, I think he's going to 
he's going to silence some doubters finally this season. Cause I think Jared Goff played better than a lot of people gave him credit for last year. I think yep. this is the division, the Vikings. I have them regressing. I have them coming back down. Like you said, same defense. They lost Alvin cook. We'll have to see what Alexander Madison is like, but uh, they're going to regress a little bit. This division is the lions going away for me. Yeah. And, and also don't forget they lost Adam Thielen as well. Yes, they did. He signed with the Carolina Panthers, I believe. He, he did. And speaking of the Carolina Panthers, our five minutes for the NFC star, South starts now. Dustin, I'm going to let you lead off of this one. What's your impressions about this division, other than the fact that it's a dumpster fire? Actually, sorry, a train wreck full of dumpster fires. Yes. Once again, we got to do something about. <laughs> sorry, these, Morgan. <laughs> we got to do it. We got to do something about these South divisions in the NFL. But uh, yes. I will tell you, uh, the Bucks are going to be bad. They're not. Yep. They're not going to the playoffs. They are rebuilding. They mortgaged everything for Tom Brady, and it worked out. But now they're on the other side of it. Um, so I really have almost no faith in the Bucks. I think. I think Baker every once in a while, whoever the quarterback is there, they're gonna they're gonna get some wins, but I only have them at winning four games. It's not gonna be a good season for the Bucs. The Panthers, they're not much better. I have them winning five games. I do think they're gonna they're gonna improve a little bit. I think I think CJ Stroud is going to uh or wait, no, no, it's Bryce. Wait, is it Bryce? Bryce? Yeah, it's Bryce Young. I knew that when it came out of my mouth. <laughs> Bryce Young is going to improve them a little bit. He was kind of impressive at, at moments. So you can see what they're trying to build, but I just don't think they they have anything. They're not Frank Reich is a good enough coach. I think he'll have them win a couple more games than they're supposed to, but it's not going to go well. The Saints are winning this division pretty much because – they have Derek Carr, who I think will be competent at quarterback. They still have some talent. Chris Olave, I think, is is the real deal. Their defense is sneaky good. Nobody talks about the Saints, but every year they they overperform. So, and they have Alvin Kamara. Even though he's going to miss some games, he will come back. If he's a semblance of what he once was, they're going to be they're going to be the most talented team in the division. The Falcons. The Falcons are the crazy ones for me. I think yeah. the Falcons, I'm sorry to say, I think they're going to look much like they did under with Marcus Mariota under center. They will remain competitive. They will surprise you. They're starting to have some talent, but Desmond Ritter is going to give away some games. I do like the addition of Bajan Robinson. I like Drake London. I, I, I hope Kyle Pitts finally gets to show what he can do, but Arthur Smith is going to make some coaching decisions that make you scratch your head. He's going to rely on the run when they have these receivers, when they have someone like Kyle Pitts. They're, Atlanta is going to frustrate you. I have them going 7-10. and 10. Yeah, this division is just so weird. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's bad, but it's it's in a, in a weird way. Uh, I had gone the Brian Snow show back in June. I was asked about the Buccaneers' chances, at, with especially with Baker Mayfield at quarterback, and I said I think their chances are good so long as the line protects them. Well, Ryan Jensen's career might be over with yet another knee injury, so that's one piece of the puzzle that's completely out of the picture. Uh, Lord knows how long Mike Evans is going to stay there until he wants out. Uh, Todd Bowles is kind of like it's like a uh, I don't know how to say this like a like a Bill Belichick light in fact that he's a defensive he's 
for uh, for his defensive schemes, he's a ge- he's a genius. You saw yeah. what he did in in, in uh, the Super Bowl a couple of years ago against the Kansas City Chiefs. How he schemed the schemed them to death. However, Baker Mayfield is their quarterback, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, yeah, he can do so much, but. I think that line is destroyed. I think that line, that offensive line is not what it was back in, back in, back three years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, Atlanta is an interesting squad. They could be, they could win 10 games. They could win six games. We just don't know with uncertain, with Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Bijan Robinson is going to be amazing. Uh, but you don't know what this defense can do. They don't have a pass rush. The Carolina Panthers, good God. <laughs> One position group they had to address in the offseason was the offensive line. They did not address that at all. Good luck, Bryce Young. Uh, but their defense is pretty is pretty okay. Hmm. I like you, Dustin. I think New Orleans wins wins this division based off of the fact that their schedule is so is so soft. Listen to who they play. They play the, the division rival, divisional opponents in the South. Yeah. But they also play Indianapolis. Oh, man. Ch- Chicago, New England, Minnesota, uh, and the Rams. Yeah. This schedule is a <laughs> – this schedule – they could win it's 11 games with yeah. this schedule. Yeah. It's going to – I think Derek Carr – I'm not going to say he's going to be – he's, he's going to be the perfect replacement for Drew Brees – because of what he did for so long, and it's not Jameis Winston. Well, and but I think Derek Carr can be a difference maker, uh, provided he yes he has good tools around him. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, even though he's suspended for I think the first what four games of the year, and uh, Chris Olave, who is a tremendous receiver. Mm-hmm. And like you said, their defense is sneaky good. They're under the radar, and with the schedule they have, they could easily win. They could pull off eleven wins. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. All right. We move on to our final division in this NFL preview. We'll go to our five minutes with the NFC West. Dustin, since you know this division best, since your team is in that division, let's get your <laughs> insight on the NFC West. All right. I'll try to keep this one quick. I, it's tough for me because last year I had no expectations for the Seahawks. This year I'm trying to temper them. But the real thing is the Niners are still going to run this division. They're more talented than Seattle is. Mm-hmm. They have, but, but to a lesser degree, the Niners, Brock Purdy, I think they'll regress just a little bit because because NFL defenses and NFL coaches have now to figure out Brock Purdy. He's not going to surprise anyone this year. He's not going to surprise anyone. So I have the Niners. I think they won 13 games last year. I have them winning one less this year. They go 12-5 and this year, but they take the division. Okay, that brings me to my Seahawks. Now I think my Seahawks are going to be a wild card team and it's not just it's not just homerism that's making me say that. I'm going to lay it out I'm going to lay it out why. First of all, you can't put much stock in the preseason, but what I will tell you is the Seahawks preseason defensive grade was horrible. It was one of the worst in the NFL, and look how that translated. Their defense was terrible in the regular season. This preseason, the Seahawks defense graded much better, so I think this defense will take a, le- will take a leap this year. 
um, because you already had some players that outperformed. Tariq Woolen was was fantastic last year. Um, the Seahawks need to work on their pass rush, and I think I think they'll get one this year. I and I think I think their corner play is going to be outstanding. Uh, you know, I love Weatherspoon as the pick. But I, I think Gino will regress as well. I think he there's no way he's going to keep up the pace of play that he had last year. I just don't believe it. But the difference is I think he's got – they've got one of the best receiver rooms in the NFL. I think a full season of Kenneth Walker III, if Charbonneau, Charbonneau can get healthy, I think the two rookies on the offensive line from last year – they played well, except for that playoff game where the wheels came off. I think the Yeesh. Seahawks get to. I think the Seahawks get to ten wins. They are a wild card team. Now the other two teams in the division, the Rams are like that car analogy that I was that I was talking about earlier with uh, the Titans. The wheels are coming off. They mortgaged everything. It worked out. They 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 uh, they got to a Super Bowl. They won. You know they won a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. But now everything is coming to roost. I think they're. Teams could try to trade for Aaron Donald. Cooper Cup, he's a man, but they just I do not have faith in Matthew Stafford. I don't I don't think the Rams are going to do well this year. I have them winning four games. And the Cardinals don't even get me started on the cards. They they basically phoned it in by getting rid of Colt McCoy, releasing him, they phoned it in completely. I have them winning two games. I think they will be the worst team in the NFL. They will be picking first next year. So that's more the reason why my Seahawks get into the playoffs is because the division around them, with the exception of the Niners, not great. No, you're right. At this division, from the top, the top two teams are good. The bottom two teams are a trash fire, yeah. especially in Arizona. That Cardinals oh. team, they looked like they could go to the Super Bowl two years ago, three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Unfortunately... Things went sideways, and now they're rebuilding. They're in a rebuild. Uh, Kyler Murray can play all the Call of Duty he wants, especially for the first six weeks of the year, because I think he's—I think he's still on the pup list, if I'm not mistaken. So you got I Josh Dobbs so. starting Week One for yeah, the Arizona is, Cardinals. This is unbelievable. They—they already—they released DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Not that it, I mean his—he was—he was deteriorating he was declining, as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's no really no big loss. They have James, basically their offense is James Conner. Yeah, <laughs> they have James. James they have James Conner and to a lesser extent Marquise Brown. But that's I feel so bad for the players in Arizona because your ownership just basically said, "Ah, we're not doing we're not doing anything this year." Yeah, yeah. And, and God help the whoever the head coach is now. Um, so I think if they win more than three games, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I will be shocked. Uh, and and they happen to trade, they happen to trade dra- draft spots with Houston, and they picked up and Houston picked up Will Anderson Jr., who was the best pass rated pass rusher in that draft. Yeah. Uh, so they missed out on a generational pass rush. Uh, moving on, uh, the Rams, they mortgaged their future. Uh, whatever clock, uh, they <laughs> they mortgaged their future. They got the Super Bowl win. Great. They don't have a first round pick until two thousand twenty until this this season. Yeah. I think. They're, they are they won't say they're in rebuild mode. I mean, I said this last year about Seattle, and I jokingly said this. So I said, "Tell me you're rebuilding without telling me you're rebuilding." Yeah. The Rams are the Rams are in a rebuild. I'm sorry to say, the Rams are in a rebuild. At me all you want, I don't care. 
Um, Matt Stafford, great. I think his his best days are behind him. They don't have much of a running attack. Cooper no. Cup, yeah, he's there, great, but he's he's their only primary, the only receiver. Defensively, outside of Aaron Donald, who who yes is the best defensive lineman in, in the league. Quinnen Williams is coming up right behind him. Though. <laughs> I would say that. Um, Outside of him, they traded Jan Ramsey over to the, the Dolphins. He's gone. It has shed so much salary outside that cap that they blew up for that championship year, and now they're paying for it. And I think they missed the playoffs again. Uh, it's going to come down to San Francisco and Seattle. Like you said, Dustin, I mean, Bobby Wagner. Don't forget Bobby Wagner's back for the in, in Seattle. Oh, I would never forget. You never forget. <laughs> it's uh, so good but, to see 54 back. Yeah, I mean, and Pete Carroll's a good coach, mm-hmm. so he's gonna do his like like Bill Check and Bill Check does in New England. He'll scheme up his defense to do great good things to to foil the offenses of the other opponents. Offensively is where I kind of have some questions. They brought they bring in Jackson Smith in in uh, in Jigba in yeah. Jigba, I th- but I think he's out for the first four weeks of the year, if I'm not mistaken. I know he had a wrist injury in camp, so I don't know. Uh, I think he might be questionable slash out. I don't really know for sure. I think San Francisco wins this division. I don't think they win 13. My ceiling's 13. My floor for them is 10. I, I But looking at their schedule, it's a lot tougher than last year. They had a softer schedule last year, which is why they had all those winnable games. They played the, they played the NFC South last year, and as we know, the NFC South was a train wreck full of dumpster fires. <laughs> this year, they're playing, not only playing the AFC West, they're also playing Jacksonville. They're also playing Cincinnati. They're also playing Pittsburgh. And they also play the Giants. They also play the they also play the NFC East on their schedule. Yeah, that's a tough division. Yeah. So that's a tough division for this kind of team. I don't think I, I think they're they have the talent or they have the ta- all that talent to help them out, help out Brock Purdy. But what happens if Brock Purdy goes down? Oh, they bring mm-hmm. in Sam Darnold. As we know, he sees ghosts. Yeah. You know, you, you find, I know I'm a Jets fan, but I think it's a better chance with the 49ers because he's got all that talent around him and he's got an offensive line to help him out. So oh, yeah. Brock Purdy goes down. Sam Donald Darnold, you're up next. I think he'll do okay. Yeah, he will. He will. And he's and Kyle Shanahan, let's not sugarcoat it. He's an offensive genius. They'll they'll figure something out, you know. That he is. That he is. All right, we're gonna get to our division and wild card winners plus our Super Bowl 58 picks. Before we do that, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back in just a moment. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required here to tell you about Mahler Brothers Golf. We all want to look good in the golf course, but it often comes at the expense of feeling good. Mahler Brothers Golf has polos that look good and feel good. With their lightweight and stretchy material that hugs your body, you will feel cool while looking just as cool. Their polos are guaranteed to make you look better, but it's up to you to golf better. On a hot summer's day on the golf course, there's no polo that you would rather wear than Mahler Brothers Golf Signature Polos. Mahler Brothers Golf has a large catalog of polos with designs for those who want a loud design and others for those who want a subtle and sleek-looking 
design. They also have fun t-shirts, hats, tumblers, and so much more to make your golfing experience better. Head to MahlerBrothers.com. It's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S. Use promo code BELLYUP at checkout for 15% off. That's right, folks. Owned by our own Belly Up Sports own Josh Mahler and his brother. Great golf apparel. They also have their own coffee now as well. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so they get their own roaster, like their own coffee roasters. Like I guess they, they partnered with a local uh, coffee company in their in their, uh, in their uh, in Iowa. Uh, but, yeah, polos, golf apparel, T-shirts, hats, tumblers, you name it. Whatever golf accessory you need to help you look good on the golf course and maybe make some mm-hmm. people laugh, they've got it. MullerBrothers.com. It's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S.com. Promo code BELLYUP for 15% off your order. Get some golf gear today. All right. We're moving on to the divisional and wild card winners. Dustin, uh, I'm going to let you go ahead first. Uh, We kind of revealed our divisional picks, but why don't we go ahead and just review them for posterity's sake. Uh, Who do you got winning the divisions, and who are your three wild card teams? Okay. I will go in the order that I wrote these down in my book. AFC East division winner is the Buffalo Bills. The wild card team from this division as well is your New York Jets. J E T S. <laughs> AFC West, I have the Chiefs winning this division. The wild card team is the Denver Broncos. I think that defense oh. is good enough. I think that defense is good enough, and if Sean Payton can get something out of Russell Wilson, they'll be all right. And let's not forget the re- the return of their young running back who was injured last uh, injured last year. Um, AFC North, it is the Bengals winning this division. They are the class of this division, and one of the teams that's a class of the NFL. Wild card. Here's my spicy take. I got the Cleveland Browns getting a wild card spot from this division. AFC South, my winners are the Jags. Duval rising up down there. Now, we're in the NFC. NFC East, I have the the Philadelphia Eagles. And as much, sorry, Uncle Al, if you're watching this live or on the replay, I have the Dallas Cowboys as a wild card team. I apologize. Okay, (laughs) NFC West. The 49ers, as much as it pains me to say this, I am a realist. They are the division champions. Okay, wild card team is my Seattle Seahawks. Is it wishful thinking? We're going to have to find out. NFC North, I have the Detroit Lions winning this division. NFC South, the New Orleans Saints. There are my division winners. All right. Before I get to my division winners and wild cards, uh, I do have to uh, go through the comment section again. Wonka the Saints says, "Let Ryan cook." That's right. <laughs> Cooking up that gumbo. Cooking that gumbo. And Ryan, cook that gumbo, really good. <laughs> he also says, "Dustin Allwayhouse almost had me convinced that C.J. Stroud wasn't condemned to football purgatory in Houston." <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I had a Frank Frank Wycheck versus Sam Weish moment there. <laughs> that was a classic moment. All right. So here are my division winners. I have Buffalo winning the AFC East. I would say by a hair. Okay. By a hair to, against the Jets. 
Uh, AFC Central, I have Cincinnati winning the division. In the South, I have Jacksonville winning the division. And in the West, I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning that division. My wild cards are as follows. The New York Jets, and I say that without homerism, I think they have a potential to possibly win this division as well based on all the talent they have on both sides of the ball. It's just it's just how they're going to gel that's going to determine uh, whether or not they go to the playoffs. My second wild card pick, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they have, like I said before, that they have all the talent in the world. It's just their coaching. Their coaching is uh, second rate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that yeah. way. But I, co- I jokingly call uh, Brian Staley the Aaron Boone of the NFL. Um, <laughs> let's see if that remains, uh, although I think they'll be a wild card team this year. Well, and also, third... will Mike Williams stay healthy? Because I think the answer is probably no. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> and my third wild card pick, I've got the Miami Dolphins as sneaking in as the wow. final wild card pick. So, yeah, they won for did a solid for you, Dolphins fans. No, you're delusional, delusional <laughs> Cowboys fans. Um, so, let's go to our conference championships in the AF. I'll go first for this one. The AFC. I got the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm going to go out. Uh, I'll say the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills will okay. be okay. Will be in the AFC Championship. We'll have the third. We'll have another. We'll have a rematch. We'll have we'll have the third match. We'll see if Buffalo can finally beat Kansas City in the in the championship. We well, you know they had this. The, the first well, the first championship game they played in wasn't so great. The second playoff game they appeared in was the divisional playoff a couple of years ago that was the fight that was the fight forever game <laughs> oh man <laughs> which got which prompted the overtime rules and rules change in the playoffs mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens in the third rematch in the nfc i've got oh i didn't do my nfc picks oh yeah i thought your Sorry. divisional i thought your divisionals were a little short I was oh like, wait a minute. my apologies my apologies the nfc these are the division winners i got philly winning the east detroit winning the central new orleans winning the south san francisco in the west and the wild card i have the other three nfc east teams oh going wow. to the wild card dallas the giants and the washington red commanders you are cooking that gumbo, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that I got those out of the way. My my conference championship will be for the second year in a row, the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. All right. Yeah. All right. And so what about you? Who you got in the conference championships, Dustin? Well, for the conference for the conference championship games, first of all, in the NFC, I agree with you. I think it's going to be the Eagles and Niners yet again. Um, because I really the NFC is as wide open as it's ever been. But to me, those two teams are clearly the class of, yep. uh, of the conference. Um, the AFC, this is where this is where we diverge a little bit. Because I have a feeling I'm going to start by explaining that the Kansas City Chiefs, although they're going to win the AFC West, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have a little bit. Finally, I think they're going to have a little bit of that Andy Reid 
Philadelphia Eagles syndrome, where uh -oh. remember they always did great in the regular season mm -hmm. and then they faltered. Then, in suffered, the playoffs. They, then Andy Reid would suffer a coaching brain fart in the in somehow yeah. somewhere in the playoffs. Yeah, now I think he's past that, but I yeah. just think I think that in the championship game, I think it's going to be Bills and Bengals. It's going to be that matchup of that Monday night football game that we we never really got because of what happened with Demar Hamlin. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think I crust, just have crust Jericho, crust Jericho forever. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's just going to be uh, Bills and Bengals there. All right. Which leads to my final question for tonight: Who will be in Las Vegas? On February 11th, 2024. Dustin, who's your Super Bowl teams? Super Bowl teams are the Eagles from the NFC and the Cincinnati Bengals from the AFC. Hmm. I have, for the second year in a row, we're going, we're going to get a rematch next year of Kansas City, Philadelphia. Okay. I'm a, I know my brother Jeremy will be mad that I said the Bills aren't going to the Super Bowl, but... I it, well, both of us did them dirty yeah. then. <laughs> well, I did them dirty. I did Buffalo dirty last year and predicting they go to the Super Bowl last year. So yeah. hey, maybe maybe I'm reverse jinxing them. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. So I got my rematch. I've got this. My Super Bowl is a rematch. Uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, and yours is Philadelphia at Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. So we both got Philly going. We do. We do and have Philly going. And we'll I know somebody. Wins. I know somebody from the corner booth pod who will, if 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 Philly sees it go sideways somehow, he's going to blame both of us. <laughs> he's going to blame both of us. Gonna, <laughs> I, he has my cell phone number. He'll cuss me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts before we wrap things up, Dustin? Ah, I don't. I don't have anything other than I'm just. I'm very excited for this NFL season. This is one of my favorite times of year because hope springs eternal for a lot of teams. I think some fans are unless realistic. you're in Houston or Indianapolis or Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think I think there's a lot of teams that have hope in the NFL. Um, I really enjoyed doing the summer shows. Love the movie reviews. I'd love to see some of those back. But it is. It is refreshing to sit down and talk football with you again, my friend. And I can't wait. Yes. We're going to have to get together for a few games this year. I'm going to cook some food up. You know I always do. So oh, yeah. it's going to happen. And I'm excited. Wanko the Singh gets the final final comment of the night. He's been watching the entire time. He says, great show, guys. Thank you, Wanko. Thank you for joining us. Thanks we for appreciate you stopping in. by, as always. And we'll have plenty more NFL action Going into the rest of the season, season starts on Thursday. I personally can't wait. I am. Uh, we'll have Victory Monday with my buddy Dan. We'll do some Jets talk on this program. Dustin, I don't know if you're going to do any Seattle Seahawks talk, but that remains to be seen. <laughs> but it's. But it's. I'm hopes. You know, as a Jets fan, home springs eternal, especially this season. Especially this season with all the pieces they brought in, all the tools they brought in, all the retooling they did on their defense. Uh, all the stuff they did on the offense to bring in all the trouble they went through to bring in Aaron Rodgers, who wanted to play here. Don't forget, he's the mm -hmm. one who wanted to play here. He's yeah. the one who said, "I want to play for the New York Jets next season." Next season, and they did everything they could. The staff did everything they could to bring him in, and that is and with everything. Watching Hard Knocks, watching yes. one Jets drive, 
watching those programs and seeing how he's endeared himself to this team gets me fired up, fired up. And I can't wait to watch on Monday night. I will be trash talking with my brother, Jeremy, uh, who lives in New Hampshire. (laughs) I'll be trash talking with him along with my brother, Jim, uh, for this season. But I can't wait. And let's play some football. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? (laughs) Yeah. We are ready. We are ready. It's going to be a great year. And uh, I'm going to go watch Rain City Redemption on YouTube. I just found out about it. Um, It's apparently about the Super Bowl season from many years ago for the the Seahawks, almost 10 years ago now. That's hard to believe. And – for any Seahawks fans or just football fans in general, maybe, maybe uh, September 19th, um, I think it'll be on YouTube. Season of Boom is coming out and they are they are bringing back a lot of the players from that 2014 team to talk about Seattle's run. So if you're a Seahawks fan, tune in because uh, we we don't have a lot of good memories like that. And it'll be nice to relive that. And guess what? They did show Russell Wilson sitting down to talk in the trailer, so he he will be there. Ooh. He will be there. So that's that's the thing because because Hard Knocks got me in a football mood, man. I was watching your team. I I was enjoying it, and just my my thoughts as an outside observer. Aaron Rodgers seems like a different guy with the New York Jets right now. He seems happy. He seems reinvigorated. He seems ready to go. Uh, Wanko says, Rain City Redemption is awesome. Enjoy it. I should have known about this a long time ago. I apologize, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Some Seahawks fan you are. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap things up tonight, folks. Just want to remind you about our social media channels right down below. It's Twitter. I mean, X, Instagram, and TikTok. And the scarcely used TikTok, it's at NoCredsRQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsRQ, YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsRQ. If you're watching on replay, we appreciate you. Leave us a like. Actually, Dustin, we our subscriber count on YouTube went up exponentially. We are now at 283 subscribers. Yes. So we're uh, just a tick away from the 300 mark. We want to get there. Tell your friends, tell your enemies to subscribe and to like and to Subscribe to this podcast because we're we're on our we're on our we're on our way up. Yeah, uh, the drive for five hundred. Help yes. us get there. We can get monetized. We get five hundred. <laughs> so on the audio side, subscribe to the podcast on a myriad of podcast networks and podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, wherever you podcast. Rate and review. Give us five stars. Leave a review. We'll read it on the air. And as always, if you're watching. On replay, or you're watching live, you're watching the live show, you're watching the replay. I've said that again. Gotta stop saying that. Uh, engage the show. We want your comments. Leave us a comment because that's how this people know this com- this program exists. If people comment, and whether it's live or it's it's on replay, so you have been watching or listening to No Credentials Required, our 2023 NFL preview, and again. This is no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. So for my co-host, Dustin Henry, I'm Ryan McCarthy. We wish you the best. Let's get some football, folks, and we'll see you here next week as we talk about everything that happened in week one. Until then, we'll catch you later. Good night, everybody.